And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Anna Bob Show, number 137. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. To you. And you and you and you. There you go. And you and you. All of them, everybody you got. Just there you go. bring them on in, man. All right, good morning, everybody. This is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob, and he's Ed. And Ed, I'm how over are here you doing? In the I see you there now. Okay. Yeah, there you are. You were hiding a little bit. Yeah. What's going on? Well, you know, it's middle of summer. Boy, I tell you what, it's been hot, hasn't it? It is hot. It's been wow. hot. It has. My mother-in-law is coming back to town. That's how hot it is. So hot in Florida, she had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe it. Anyway, we got. Well, uh, here we go, Ed. You ready for number one thirty-seven? And yeah. uh, well, uh, let's uh, let's just get it going. Let's jump in there. You're what do you What do you got? You want to get in the in the news? Okay, I got some news here. Let's do it. Okay, you know this this guy in Florida. He's been getting phone calls. He's mm -hmm. gotten sixteen phone calls from his grandparents, who re remained unaccounted for in that condo collapse oh, down God. in Miami. Bless his heart. So they're calling from a landline. Is that mm. not? I mean, that's got to be horrible. You know what? Oh my god! You know god. the chances of them making it is just nil to none, probably. But so they've been talking to somebody in the rubble. Yeah, to he's 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 had sixteen phone calls from his grandparents in the rubble. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I had not heard that. Oh my god! And imagine and imagine how they're well. You know, I think there's a lot of buildings in the United States are like that. But um, well, you remember the bridge was in Minnesota that collapsed, um, and I, I do believe that sometimes in construction, these big buildings they start squeezing the budget, and corners get cut, even on infrastructure like bridges and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to start pointing any fingers on that. It's a terrible tragedy. But you're right. I mean, there probably are a lot of buildings in that same shape. Yeah. So, I mean, um, or, or all states, really. You just never know. Well, you need to heed the call when you get these inspectors that go down there. I saw some of the pictures on that. And, you know, some of the concrete was cracking, and you could see right. the rebar in it. Right. And, right. I mean, goodness gracious. Well, I think a lot of that down there is this, the salt from the ocean, too. See, yeah. that building was 50 years old. Wow. And so that's that's probably got something to do with it too. Well, well you just have to be careful if you're going to live like that. So that's right. Come to Tennessee where we don't have salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. It's been a rocky number of weeks for the cryptocurrency investors. Mm. You know, they go up and down, up and down. Well, they're down now. This is the latest crash. Wow. Pretty bad, actually. So it went down substantially from where they were a month ago. You don't have any of that, do you? I don't, and I really don't know how to get it, but I think me and you ought to mine some. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, you just get a computer, and you, you, you're you on it all day, and you all of yeah. a sudden, you, you got something. Yeah, you got something. <laughs> I, I, yeah. and, and, and my question is, where do you sell it? <laughs> do you take yeah, it to the know. bank? You can't take it to the bank. I mean, that's just like, uh, that's like you might as well be uh, throwing your money up in the air and see if it all comes down there you go. and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think it, those thing kind of things are get-rich schemes for other people than me. Yeah. 
Well, the yeah. athletes at the Olympics are bad it again year after year after year. But uh, anyway, they had a they had a field event. I'll say the U.S. Olympic Track and Field Trials. Right. And and this girl came in third, Gwendolyn Berry. Now, she's black, and the other two girls were white. But she placed third in the hammer throw. But guess what? When One they second. started the well, when they started playing the national anthem, she turned her back toward the flag. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You know, it's just, I don't get it. I, you I want to represent a country you don't like? Or is yeah. That... I mean, I'm sure, the, I'm sure the country she doesn't like paid for her to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's nuts. It's nuts. Hey, uh... While we got, and by the, by the way, the Olympics start July 23rd and go through August the 8th. But while we're on here, you know, here it's the 4th of July, Ed, by the way, I should tell you. Yeah, yeah happy 4th of July. You know, we're going to talk more about that um, in a second. But I was impressed by, um, you know, uh, the Texas governor came out and wrote a letter to all f uh, the, of the uh, 48 um uh, states in the you know main United States and ask them for support on them building uh, or continuing picking up where uh, Biden has left off in building the border wall because they say Texas is being hit hard by so many people that were the Trump administration was stopping at the at the crossings but now these people are coming across illegally. And so um, he pledged $250 million to start the wall back up. Arizona said they will get involved. Now, so were the Florida governor, said he will send people there to help. And do you think they could actually get this wall built? Oh, I think so. And, hey, we're the volunteer state. Hey, we went for the Alamo, didn't we? Yeah, we went to Texas. We've been all around. So I think there we you go. Get a crew and go down there or something. <laughs> hey, what are you doing for the 4th of July? Do you, you all got any big plans? Or? I'm going to watch some fireworks. You know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to Gatlinburg. I've done that before, but I'm too old for that now. Oh, really? They only let old people in Gatlinburg? Well, no, there's old people. <laughs> it, it'd take me half the night to get down the street. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you don't want to anyway. No, it's the same stuff we've seen yeah. a million times. You got that right. But it's. I guess we're going to watch the fireworks out here on the lake and maybe eat a hot dog i haven't had a hot dog in a long time so i'm thinking about getting a hot dog what do you think well i agree with you because everybody yeah. tells you a well, hot dog's are bad for you meat's bad for you and why can't i just enjoy what is uh you know red white and blue some hot dogs baseball and yeah. uh apple pie well is is the are the teams in town on july 4th are the Smokies uh, in town? uh yes they are yeah. in town they are in town um through well actually through the fourth so you can oh, go okay. see them uh, here through the fourth uh and uh enjoy them so get on out to the ballpark today or tomorrow and uh they'll be there through the fourth and i'm sure they will have fireworks mr brantley oh yeah you know so. it, it i think our founders of our company said we should celebrate the fourth of july with fireworks remember that yeah yeah, well, I, mean, that's, I, that's, that, I love fireworks. I always yeah. enjoyed fireworks. All right, we got to move along, get out of the news, and get on to um, our questions of the day. And you're going to crank it up first. All right, here you go. All Bob, right. Bob, Bob, do you know yes. anyone who's gone to the movies lately? My son does. I mean, he's been going for months. Really? Oh, God, it, yes. It wasn't I, closed during the 
the pandemic? No, well, it's the first day they opened, okay, um, he wanted us to go. We went out to dinner with him, and we, and this was they, this was four or five months ago. We went to dinner with them, and then we went to the thing down downtown West, and we went in there, and not only were we were the only people in the theater we were in, we were the only people in the entire building. <laughs> there were only two employees there, and so we had the entire building and theater to ourselves to watch some movie. So. Uh, go ahead. I, I have been well, shockingly, but my son loves well, to go I, every week. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I what I don't you know I haven't seen any great new movies coming out because most of the time we always talk about that, and mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen much about movies coming. They haven't out. made I haven't any. Much about anybody. I, no, I haven't talked to anybody who's been. So yeah. we'll work on that. Okay. Okay. Right, I'm you with got you. a question? What's your question? I do. Well, you know, I, and and I know this is an Ed Brantley pet peeve, and, and now I think it's becoming one of mine because I went in a store the other day and I paid cash, and they're trying to get all these little coins and and then they hand them to me, and I'm trying to get, and I drop two or three of them, and I'm walking around scrambling, picking up a dime, and then my fingernails weren't long enough to pick up the penny and the dime, and I'm sitting there, and people are looking at me, standing in line going, what the hell is he doing? And I'm trying to pick up these pennies and dimes and nickels that they gave me, and Ed, do we need pennies, nickels, and dimes? Do we really? No, we don't. However, the thing that irks me more than anything else is when you're paying for something and the cashier, if you're paying cash, and the cashier gets out one of these paper tubes. Yeah. You've seen that. And they yeah. pop it on the side of that cash register <laughs> yeah. and the coins fall out. And you say, oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> so, here comes the pennies. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, well, I don't, they, they need to quit it and just stop it and, and, and say that everything you buy rounds up or down, round it any way you want to. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And then eventually all the pennies, nickels, and, and, and the dimes would go away over time. But still, if you think about it, we buy a lot of stuff with what? With credit cards. And correct. you can still use correct uh, amounts on a credit right. card, you know, on a debit card. Mm -hmm. Exactly, but don't hand me all these daggone coins. I just, right. I don't want them. So no. there you hand go. Me. There you go. Tell everybody what's coming up. We're going to get into our topic of the day, and then you got a sponsor. You better. Yeah, yeah, I got one. Okay. We got, uh, yeah, we've got lots of. We got mail. We got our topic of the day. We got complaints. We got a lot of good things going on, and I've got a sponsor for you. My sponsor is celebrating how many years? They're celebrating 68 locations, and they're celebrating 90 years. That's wow. Waggles. Wow. Waggles. You know they have 68 stores? I didn't. Yeah. The Weigel family entered the dairy business in 1931. Wow. They had a herd of four cows. <laughs> on a, <laughs> on a I bet one of them was Bessie. <laughs> yeah. And it was a 600-acre farm. They, saw, they sold raw milk in 10-gallon cans. And William Weigel Sr. began bottling pasteurized milk in 1935. The company soon built a home delivery service. In 1938, management of the operation passed completely to Ben and William. Both men, having graduated from the University of Tennessee School of Dairy Science, Lynn was in charge of the office, and William was in charge of farm operations and marketing. You know Bill. Oh, yeah. In 19, 1947, the new plant was modernized, and ice cream and cottage cheese production were added. Mm. So it is, uh, you know, they provide outlet for their returnable gallon jugs, and they've done so much over the years. They help everybody in East Tennessee. 
But the current CEO, Billy Weigel, expanded the idea when he opened the company's first walk-in milk store in 1964. It became one of the first convenience stores in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And there's 68 of them now, and mostly wow. in East Tennessee and the Tennessee Valley. So, you know, uh, Bill Weigel is one—he's one of the finest men I know. I know it. He you really know, is. I, yeah, when I got elected to commission, he mm-hmm. sent me a card. And mm-hmm. he said, Ed, congratulations. I know you're going to do a great job for us. And I thought, well, isn't that nice? He is he a took kind time, man. He took time out of his day to do mm-hmm. that. I'll never forget it. Matter of fact, I've got the card right here. Yeah. He's, uh, I've talked to him many times, and he has uh, done uh, very, very well. And uh, they're out of PAL, aren't they, over there? Yeah, where yeah. The same was? place. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember in talking? I hate to change subject or not really change it, but do you remember um, when the milkman would come to your house every morning? Uh, no, I, I don't remember that. We we were too poor. <laughs> oh, well, I, my mom would order milk. I remember the milkman would come up, and there'd be like in the morning a a it would not every day, but you know a couple times a week yeah. a, a a quart of milk on our step. Yeah. And uh, for breakfast, she'd go pick it up and bring it in. And, that's yeah. what we'd have our milk on. Yeah, and and you leave the empties. And did he pick yeah. up the empties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty? yeah, that's right. That's why. So they all recycled right. all that stuff. All right. We got our topic of the day today, Ed. We're talking about where do people, what did people do? Did they go any place? And if they did during the uh, COVID and the coronavirus a pandemic, where did they go? And then where are they going now? And um, I remember driving up to Gatlinburg right in the middle of that first few weeks, and it was a Friday at noon. There was not a soul anywhere to be seen. And and, uh, oddly enough, they closed the park for a while, didn't they? I think. uh, Uh, Yes, I think they did. They closed the road up to the top, I'm sure, but. But where um, where did people go during the coronavirus? What did they do? What do you what What do you think most people did? I think they stayed home. Well, a lot of that, but finally, you you only stay home for so long. Yeah. And uh, I think people did go to the parks. I thought the parks got busy. Yeah. um, I saw where people you know people would. uh, not only the national park, but go just to regular parks where it's wide open and sit out in the middle with just their family. <laughs> you know, and, and well, we remember you remember when as a kid we used to go up to the Smokies and my dad would pull over on the side of the road in that '52 Chevrolet, open the <laughs> trunk, and we all sit back there and eat a bologna sandwich. Yes, yes, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Well, they well, said you know some people uh, you know said you couldn't fly. Uh, people did do more road trips. They, um, if they went anywhere at all, it was just a road trip, and they stayed in the, within their family unit there. Um, you know, and, and but you're right. I mean, the, pretty much the country was shut down. People were at home, and you had to get back to the basics of taking walks or just driving around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. What did you do during the the height of it? Did you go out much at all? Well, I did. Uh, I didn't go. I didn't go on vacations or anything. But I did go out and I was in the neighborhood and and uh, would do things like that and take the dog for a walk. But it. it I think uh, the vacation rentals. I think what really hurt the vacations was the air, airlines because the airlines just shut down over over the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, you couldn't get on them, and you didn't want to get on it. 
You didn't no. want to go in on it. No, you didn't want to because you didn't want to sit there with three other people breathing. <laughs> so it, it just didn't make any sense. So actually, the old automobile came into in play pretty well, I think. I mean, have you noticed how there's not any new cars on the, on the lots at the car lots? I know. I know. Well, and, and somebody told me the other day they, have a, they bought a car about a year ago, a used car. And they can now sell it for more than what they paid for it a year ago. Are after they've kidding? used it, no. Wow. This, but this is everywhere, Ed. You need to, you need to go and sell your car. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to sell my house and sell my car. Right? <laughs> you, you have lots of money, but you can't do anywhere, anywhere or go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. Well, remember we used to do those short runs for fun. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, did, yeah. I did that during the pandemic if, if the place was open. But, you know, there's there's a lot of places here in East Tennessee because of, well, millions of people come here every year yeah. to vacation. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad idea to vacation at home. We can have a good time here and stay away from Florida, stay away from the beaches and all that stuff and be all right. What was uh, the first place you went to to stay the night during the during the pandemic or, you know, uh, Gatlinburg? What? You, you went and stayed in a hotel or you yeah, stayed in Gatlinburg. condo mm -hmm. and were you yeah. nervous? No. Okay. No, wasn't really, but I, where did you go? Yeah, I was trying to think of that. I think the first thing that we went anywhere and spent the night, we went to Dallas, Texas and we flew there. Oh, wow. but, was that, but, but the thing was, it was a long time before we went anywhere like that. I mean, this was mm -hmm. like, I mean, to, uh, this this current year, I think, like in March. So you're talking about from March to March, we didn't go anywhere no, uh, or, or, or stay anyplace. Well, what about now? Are you hearing a lot of people, are any people you know booking airfares and resorts yes, I, and I've stuff like family, that? I've got family in Destin, uh, right as we speak. Uh, I talked to my mother-in-law this morning, or my wife did, and she's coming up here this week. Mm -hmm. flying so uh and we're going places so it, it's 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 happening it's back you well know. you know I, but here's the thing i read uh, i was reading a thing about new york city and i said well i'm sure new york city is back to normal and they're not new york city depends on international travelers and you know uh, uh england is still not letting people fly to the u.s canada is not letting people into the u.s no what about that i, I it's very strange. A friend of mine that lives in New York, his father passed away a few months ago, and he's from Australia. He could not fly to Australia to, see, to go to his dad's funeral because that country will not let people from the U.S. fly in. Wow. And these are things I'm not, I wasn't aware of that is mm -hmm. still going on. And, and New, it said New York was hoping that uh, they said the number one um, tourist, international tourist, during the last few months has been from Mexico, but normally it's from Europe and Canada. And, and those two are completely closed down. So they said, you know, Broadway's opening up mid September and they're hoping that really gives the economy a shot in the arm, but New York is struggling. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. They, the, all the hotels there are not even open. Some of them have been <laughs> shut down for over a year. Wow. So anyway. Well, that's tough. That's it tough is tough. Stuff. Tough stuff. All right, tell everybody um, uh, tease them about uh, the mailbox, and then I'll uh, I'll got uh, a sponsor okay. here. Here you go, tickle, tickle, tickle. 
<laughs> about that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into the mailbox, and looks like we've got some nice letters today. Uh, some pretty important things here, so you want to stay tuned for this. Okay, Bob. All right, I'm going to talk about being lucky again, Ed. I know. Um, I don't know if you've been yet. You keep promising you're going to go. <laughs> I've been lucky. You've been lucky, but it's not at been lucky. Been lucky yeah. is a new store down Millbrook Pike, across from the. Uh, huge KUB substation there. And what they do, here's the way it works. Um, uh, they, they get the things from Home Depot and Lowe's and Amazon, all these people. When you send something back, it doesn't go back on the shelves. They sell it out in big lots and then they're delivered to places like Ben Lucky. And so Ben Lucky gets them on Wednesday and Thursday, stocks up, and they open up on Friday and everything's just scattered about in these big bins. And on Friday, every item, no matter if it originally sold for $50, is only seven. Every item, $7. Saturday, only $5. Sunday's only $3. Monday, it's just a dollar. And Tuesday, if there's anything left, it's only 50 cents. So that's when everybody goes there and if there's any left, yeah, they, uh, they clean up. And then Wednesday and Thursday, they restock and do it all over. You never know what you're going to find, so you need to go in there every week. And uh, it, when Ed goes, I want to get his opinion on, on his what he thinks about now, that. Now, when you say bins, how big are the bins? Uh, they are, uh, um, there's probably about 10 or 15 bins. They're probably uh -huh. about 25 feet by 6 feet wide. Wow. And oh god, yeah, they're huge. And, but so it's not that you have to dig underneath things. Everything's spread out on the bins. The bins are only like maybe a foot deep. So I you're see. not. It's not like you're diving down three feet into a bin. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool. So that's great. Check well, that out. Okay. All right, Ed. Uh, you know what time it is. It's time for our mailbox. So let's do it. All right, here's the first letter, and this is from Cassie from Tallahassee. <laughs> well, I bet everybody makes fun of that. One of the fastest growing segments of the U.S. population. Wow, yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit different in every state. Who would you think it would be, Ed? Or would you read some of the stuff? Hispanics. Yeah. I would think it would be about Hispanic, don't you? Yes, Hispanics uh, now make up 54 million people plus in the United States. Mm -hmm. 54 million people. Uh, Asians, there are how many Asian? 19.4 million Asians in the United States. So Hispanics are, are growing quickly. And, and I thought the distinction between the two was interesting. Did you read that where it said? The growth of the Hispanic population in the U.S. is by births, but wow. the growth by, of Asians in the U.S. is by immigration. Immigration, yeah, yeah. How about that? So th that's the fastest growing, and and you know, um, and uh, they said there about North Dakota was the fastest growing, uh, biggest increase in a state. Uh, for the Hispanic population, so I guess they're they're moving there. California has the most Asians, well, but you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Ed, like when we lived in Los Angeles, um, I would say the Hispanic population is the majority in Los Angeles. Yeah, I would think so, and I and I think uh, many of the minorities, other minorities, are kind of upset over all this. You know, they they're not getting the the. And I think that's got something to do with this Black Lives Matter and stuff. They're not getting the recognition that they want. 
Well, blacks, uh, what, African-Americans in uh, Knoxville is like 11%. And I dare say Hispanic is almost that or more by now. I would say so. I would say so. So it, it uh, yeah, it's, that's the way it is. And um, all right. Um, Got another right. one? Here we go. Yep, all lay right. it on me. Okay. Della from Rockwood says, ooh, is coal ash still a threat to the population? You know what? I, I read more about this coal ash. That's scary stuff, man. It is, man. Arsenic. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, arsenic. I mean, just the list, folks. Let me read this list of what's in coal ash, which is, well, first of all, you say coal ash is the waste that's left over after coal is burned. But here is what is in the waste. Arsenic, lead, mercury, cadmium, chromium, selenium, uh, aluminum, uh, barium, uh, chlorine. Uh, it's, the list of stuff is just scary. If you eat, drink, or inhale these toxins, uh, toxicants, they can cause cancer and nervous system impacts. Uh, I mean, uh, oh, respiratory sure. distress. Oh, my God. I did. I guess I just didn't realize how dangerous it was. Um, yeah. Now this, there, this stuff's there, bad. You know, you had that. We had that problem down at Kingston when that when that uh, soaking landfill is filled with water and stuff, and it, the dam burst. Mm. And and a lot of it. You know, I talked with a guy who worked down there, and he told. I said, I said, well, that must have been an awful situation. He said, Nah, blown out of proportion. But I've, I see things in the paper that uh, where people are dying with cancer or have cancer from all of that. Mm -hmm. And it, it uh, I that was that was scary down there. That was mm -hmm. that's that was one of the biggest spills ever. Yeah, and they're building a new landfill on uh, over in, in uh, Anderson County uh, near the river, Clinch yeah. River is over there at the uh, Bull Run Steam Plant right next to it. Wow. Well, so this coal ash, uh, yeah, it is scary stuff. But I, and I was disappointed in the way TVA handled it. Were you? Oh yes, absolutely. They just went over it like it was nothing. Well, one of the problems is is the board of TVA is not here. You know, they're all over the place, like Alabama and New York, and mm -hmm. uh, but it can really cause harm. And, mm. Yeah, what if it gets you your drinking water? Oh God! Yeah. Well, if you just live, it says if you just live near a place where coal ash is, you immediately have one in fifty chance of getting cancer. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's bad news. All right, let's uh, move along here, Ed. Um, we're going to see some complaints in a minute, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show, and uh, <laughs> it's time for complaints. let's just go ahead and get into complaints. Let Ed do it. Go ahead. Start complaining. Right. Well, I, I have, you know, they make these parking spaces smaller now than they used to, you mm -hmm. know, and, and I, I, the cars are big, and, and, you know, when I pull in a parking space, granted I'm older, but when I pull in a parking space and start backing out, I'm looking, I promise you, I'm looking to make sure nothing's coming. But just about the time I get a quarter or a third of the vehicle out of that parking space, all of a sudden there's a horn blowing. Mm. And there's somebody behind me. And, and they're just zooming around. This morning, a motorcycle, I mean, I thought it was going to flip over to the top of me. They just, Good you know, grief. not paying any attention. So 
am I wrong? Cars pulling out of the parking space, you know, and you, you know, what can you do? You know, I think part of the problem I've seen is there's, you know, they're not making cars anymore anyway. It's SUVs everywhere, mm-hmm. and, and you can't see as well. You used to be able to see the back. You used to be able to see over the back of a car, mm-hmm. both ways you know, when you're, you're pulling right. out. But now you yeah. got these big SUVs. You can't see through them. That's true. You're and right. There are so spots everywhere. Yeah, a camera you know, helps a little bit when you're backing out. If you got a camera in it, but it's not. It can't see left or right. It's just like what is behind you. But if somebody zooms through there. I don't know, yeah. you know. Yeah. All right, I got a uh, complaint for you, Ed. Okay. So last week, um, our neighborhood woke up. And all of a sudden, there's like 50 people with shovels <laughs> going 50? through. Oh, easily, Ed. If you'd seen it, you wouldn't have believed it. So they, they're digging holes every 15 feet in everybody's front yard. What? And, and everybody's like, what in the heck is going on? And so 90% of the workers were Hispanic. They could not speak English. They could not speak English. You'd, you'd talk to them and they would they know what you're saying. And finally, you, they understood supervisor and a supervisor came over and he said, we are uh, putting in AT&T fiber. And so they were digging holes about three feet deep and about three feet wide and about a foot uh, uh, wide and then they were had this machinery that would go and drill a hole from one hole to the other and they would dig everything up put it on a piece of uh, plastic and then they said they're gonna put everything back like it was well it's not but they went through (laughs) here Ed they they dug up the front yard and then oh. and and threw trash everywhere. Oh. And it, it was trashed up. And then, um, you know, they put all that back in it. And of course, the holes don't match up. And there's not enough dirt now. And they probably didn't have the moon right or something. And, but, <laughs> but they put AT and T fiber in. And then they're just moving on. And then they have the audacity to stick a sign up saying we should buy AT and T fiber all over the neighborhood so my point is they didn't come in a couple days before or they didn't send you a letter saying hey we're going to be in your neighborhood we're sorry for any you know disruption and all those stuff and and anything they just came in all of a sudden started digging up your yard and everybody's wondering what the heck's going on and it was a strange little thing and now they say that kub is going to come right behind them and kub is not going to lay fiber Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. For high speed internet. So, anyway, next time we need somebody to be a little more, let us know what you're doing. Don't just come in here. And of course, one of the guys told my wife, said, uh, she complained about you know, the way they were doing. He said, Well, uh, we can do anything we want to, was what he told her. That's true. That's true. Wow. All right, Ed, tell them how they can listen to this. All right, you can, uh, the Ed and Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. And when uh, tell Alexa to go to TuneIn, she'll ask you what you want to hear, and you say exactly this, Ed and Bob Show.
And if you want to comment about stuff, it's edandbob.com in the comment section. Email us, edandbobyahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter. We love that stuff. Ed and Bob K-N-O-X, at Ed Brantley, at Bob, not, at Bob Thomas K-N-O-X. We're on Facebook. We're there with our faces. And it's great. Just go to, yeah, in our books, uh, facebook.com slash head and Bob. Say that you want to correct or did you screw anything up or probably screwed up the whole thing. Well, that's the way it goes when it goes. Hey, we got a personal shout out for you here, Ed. All right. Who is it? Richard Bean. He just celebrated a birthday, didn't he? I don't know. Did he? Well, he, he yeah, I think he's eighty-one years old. He runs the uh, juvenile detention center down at beside the juvenile court um, off Division Street there. And Richard Bean has—he's probably the longest Knox County employee. I mean, he's got his name on yeah. the side of the building for goodness sakes. <laughs> You know, he's one of the finest men you'll ever meet, and I don't know where he eats on Friday anymore because he was always at um, Wright's. That's true. So, so is Wright's not open on Fridays? You know, I don't know. I need to find that out. I thought well, you might know. No, I'm, that's that's in the city of Knoxville. I hardly ever get there. <laughs> All right, Ed, tell everybody what is the, what's our next show, and then let's get out of here. Oh, yeah, see if you can figure this one out. Next show, we're going to talk about the critical race theory. What? The critical race theory, and it doesn't have anything to do with NASCAR. So. <laughs> All right, I look forward to it, brother. Thank you, right. and I'll see you next time. Happy Fourth of July! Yay! <laughs> Here's Dino. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her, and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, "Ain't that a kick in the head?" Just like the fella said, tell me quick.